0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is Episode 82, Preventative Measures You Need in a Crawl Space. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional the listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody! welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, I can't believe tomorrow is December.
1: Yes, it's, uh, <laughs> we keep talking about it, but 2020 has been a kind of a rough year for a lot of people. It's been, um, it's been 2020, I guess. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a new saying, you know, when you think it's bad, look back at 2020. Exactly. You know? It kind of reminds me of 1999. Remember, uh, the whole year leading up to that, everybody was freaking out and you gotta pull all your money out of your bank accounts. Yep. Then the the New Year's bell rang or whatever you want to call it. Nothing and you're like, happened. Oh, we still have electricity. <laughs> <Exactly> <laughs> it's Kind of crazy. So well,
0: it has been a crazy, crazy year. And it's also a good time because everybody is so focused on major life events and things happening in the world. Most people probably aren't thinking about their crawl space right now.
1: No. No, it's uh, you know, like we've talked about, we've touched on COVID. We thought that it would go away, and it just hasn't. It's, um, you know, for our listeners, those that, um, you know, look at it and say what I say, hey, it's a virus, it's eventually going to go away. It is a good reminder that it's right now where we're at with COVID is a lot like mold. It's Mold's just not going to go away. Your body's just not going to become immune to it. You can't go get a vaccine for for mold exposure, so um but yeah, in a crawl space is something that uh, most people don't think about because you don't see it, you don't smell it. Um, and I shouldn't say you don't smell it. A lot of times when I do a mold inspection, they will say, hey, I think we got issues going on. You know, I just got a call this week. And it was a gentleman that they have a crawl space, but he thinks it could be a mold issue. They can smell something. They think it's either in the crawl space or up in the attic area above them. So, so it's just something you kind of out of sight, out of mind kind of thing.
0: Well, and I think what's interesting is that a lot of people who own a home don't know they have a crawl space. So for those who, you know, I mean, people know when they have a basement, obviously. Right. But there are lots of people who've never gone into their crawl space and they don't really, they just know there's a foundation. They don't necessarily know what a crawl space is. So for people who don't know, what is a crawl space and what function does it serve?
1: Well, if you don't know if you have a crawl space, um hopefully you haven't been listening to me very long because i i I touch on crawl spaces quite often so so just to explain to our listeners you know you have a few different types of what we call a foundation you have a slab on grid, which literally is kind of like your grocery store you just walk right in it's concrete floor they have monolithic footers that you don't see or you can have a crawl space which is a foundation but it's just dirt below your actual floor in the home and there's a crawl space entrance it's could be anywhere, usually in a closet, maybe outside. And then you touched on basement. So, you know, the, the biggest difference is, is there's a foundation, but there's just no floor down there. It's not a living area. Some people will pour a little bit of concrete and use it as storage, but for the most part, it's just something that it's an easier way to build a home um, without having to do a full foundation. They do it's a four-foot foundation versus an eight-foot, which is your basement. So that's what it is. If our listeners aren't sure what type of foundation they have, the, like I said, the best way to know is if, if there's a, a space below your main floor or part of it, you know, split level, bi-level homes, sometimes part of the foundation is a crawl space.
0: And so if somebody realizes in listening to this that they do have a crawl space, how often are they supposed to actually be going down there to look?
1: So I always recommend, at least in the spring and in the fall. Uh, you know, we, we have a crawl space and I try to do my best to go down there and I probably don't do it like I should, (laughs) but, um, you know, it's just something that you should be going down there at least twice a year. And if you do it in the spring and the fall, you can hopefully catch something like in the spring, springtime's when it's going to be really wet down there Mm -hmm. and standing water. If, If you have, uh, moisture issues, you know, whether it's groundwater or drainage issues, in the fall, it should be nice and dry, and, you know, in the fall, you're kind of just, you know, making sure your everything looks good for the winter, and, you know, there's no pests down there, no, you know, snakes I hate. I really hate snakes. So. Oh,
0: snakes in crawl spaces? Yeah, oh. no,
1: and, and most of the time, the snake, snakes in crawl spaces... Um, you know, people with, like, single-wide or double-wide trailers, those crawl spaces are literally, like, army crawl crawl spaces. Yeah. Whereas ours is you can walk around hunched over. Yeah. But, yeah, they're, uh, you know, when I used to do home inspections, like I said, I hate snakes. I just, if, if that's something I hate, spiders don't bother me, but I hate snakes. And my biggest fear was always, like, in an army crawl doing an inspection you and coming across a snake because yeah. you, you don't have a whole lot of room to... Turn around, and get out of there. So, Yeah. so yeah, it's you know, most people just they don't. It's it's um, I don't know what to compare it to because you know most people don't need to go up in their attics, but people hate crawl spaces.
0: Well, and and why sh- why should people go into the crawl spaces? I mean, obviously you know there're going to be bugs down there. There may be mice down there. What are you what are you looking for and what are you trying to do by going there?
1: So, you know, if you have mice down there, which is I'm not going to say it's normal, but it's not it's not a red flag to me. If okay. there's mice, that's just what mice do. <laughs> okay. Um but you want to make sure that they're not getting up into the insulation and eating your insulation away. Oh, okay. Um, we, you know, you grew up in the Northeast, so you can probably explain what what kind of pests did you guys have up there? You, They're like rats, right?
0: Well, there are rats. there are mice. Uh, I consider possums pests, but they're massive and they're not usually in crawl spaces.
1: They don't get up into attics or anything?
0: I've never seen one. They hang from the trees, though.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I didn't know if there was, you know... You guys had more of a problem with, you know, raccoons or whatnot. Oh, definitely raccoons, yep. But, you know, you want to just make sure that they're not making your crawl space a home. Because over time, they can be very destructive. Mice can chew through through wiring. Um, If they try to chew through your 110, which is your normal outlets, Mm -hmm. it'll kill them, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But you need to be looking for standing water or more moist soils. Um, Look for water stains, any cracks in your foundation. You know, water line leaks, uh, waste pipe leaks. So your drain lines make sure nothing's leaking. And that's a, a, that kind of brings up something. You know, when we, when I did inspections and I do it on a mold inspection, it's a really good idea to run the, the place that's furthest away from your sewer line that goes outside. So ours goes outside like right here. Mm-hmm. So you go down to the master bedroom and you run that tub for a while. And then flush the toilets. But go through the home and do that. So when you go down into the crawl space, you can see if anything's leaking.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So that's just a good way to check for leaks to make sure pests aren't making a home down there. Um,
1: And crawl spaces, you know this, obviously, because of what we do. Crawl spaces are just, they're a hot spot for mold. It just. Okay. I mean, how often do you hear me talking about crawl spaces? Even as mitigators, we hate it. We hate Crawl spaces.
0: And so if somebody goes down and they check their crawl space and they realize there are some issues in there, and it I mean, how would they even... Because it's so dirty in a crawl space, What? where are they looking for mold?
1: Up above. So, you know, when you're in the crawl space, hopefully you have a vapor barrier, so you have plastic down. So
0: they should have a vapor barrier, or they should put one down if they don't have one. Exactly, over the
1: dirt. And so, but before you do that, you know... I've seen crawl spaces that are on a home. You know, we looked at one earlier on this year that was just terrible. It yeah. was in a truss, and there was moldy chairs and moldy cardboard, and you got to get all that debris out of there. Um Obviously, as a professional, I have to tell you that you should have a mold specialist do that because of the health hazards, but make sure you have, you know, everything cleaned off the soils and then put that vapor barrier down. And when we talk about putting the vapor barrier down, it brings up my book again, I recommend, I always recommend black visqueen. I call it visqueen. I don't know why. I've been in construction since I was 18, and someone asked me why, and I'm like, I don't know, that's just how it's taught. <laughs> Sheeting, huh? whatever you want to call it, but use black. And the reason you want to use black is because if there is a little bit of a water leak, once that dries, that water stains white.
0: Oh, okay, then you'll see it. So you can easily okay. see
1: it, yep. And so... As far as mold, you're going to be wanting to look up above you in the floor joists and the subfloor. And that's typically where you see mold. The hot spot is what I call on the rim board. So your rim board is right at the foundation. Okay. And and I'm sure you know this. Normally when we have a mold issue, we have to come in a couple feet from that foundation because there's, there's mold right there. Exactly. So if you have insulation up there, pull some of that insulation down and make sure there's no mold in between that insulation and that rim board.
0: Okay. And so that's what you're looking for. What can people do to prevent a mold issue in their crawl space? So one
1: of the most important things we talk about all the time is ventilation. Yeah. It's, it's something that people don't think about it that often. Um, you know, you see it in a bathroom, but beyond that, most people don't think about ventilation. And so if you don't have ventilation, obviously, especially, you know, where we live this time of year, you can get condensation which obviously creates moisture and can turn into a mold concern. What I was just talking about the, at the rim board, a lot of times that's what's, that, what, is what's causing that mold. is because people in the wintertime here, they close up all their vents, so their ventilation ports, and you claim it's eight months of winter. I...
0: <laughs> the tundra, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, you, you know, you could easily say for at least five to, to, to eight months They're not ventilating their crawl space properly. And so that condensation for months is causing mold concerns right there at the rim joist. So ventilation is key. Um, For those of you that say, okay, we don't live in Wyoming, but we live where it gets really cold and we close our vents in the wintertime. What's what's the alternative to that? Now, you shouldn't be closing them, but you kind of have to. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, your pipes are going to freeze. You can actually install, like you have in your bathrooms, just install... Exhaust fans down there, and wire them to what's called a humidistat. Yes. And so humidistat, for those that don't know, is similar to a thermostat, except for you set the humidity level, and you set it at forty percent, and if the humidity gets to forty or higher, those fans kick on, and you you run a duct just like your dryer duct, run it to the exterior. So that, that's a good thing to do if, if, you know, you live where you have, you know, and you have to close your, your vents in the, in the wintertime. For me, I think, I think it's a good idea anywhere versus having what we call passive vents.
0: Exactly. So no matter how you slice it, preventing mold across crawl space is all about the ventilation.
1: Yes. And Period. not just that though. I mean, if you have like groundwater or drainage issues, no gutters, stuff like that, I mean, those are things you need to fix too. So, but, before you put your visqueen down make sure you address everything so that you can see the soils and make sure that you fixed whatever's getting those soils wet correct
0: so first is the assessment of if there are any issues fixing the issues then putting the visqueen down exactly okay what is your call to action for people
1: so like we talked about they don't like to do it but talk <laughs> talk to your husband your wife your teenage boy whoever Somebody needs to go down and look in that crawl space. And we've talked about this before. Even if you're just deathly afraid of going down in there, at least try to look with a flashlight from the opening to get an idea of what's going on. So go inspect your crawl space. And as far as these podcasts, you know, we're we're slowly growing our audience. So if you know anybody that can utilize the information we're sharing, have them subscribe to our podcast and you can tell them where, cause I get confused.
0: Absolutely. They can, they can find it on iTunes. Just look up toxic mold podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, uh, pretty much SoundCloud and iTunes. And this is information packed. So if you know homeowners who know nothing about how to help the indoor air quality of their home, please send this podcast to them. Nice. All right. We'll catch you on the next episode prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.